Hello, hello, hello. Hello. That was a lot. I told you I'm feeling spicy today. She really is. Welcome. It's me over here clicking the pen now. It's usually you. I know it really is. <laughs> Welcome back to another petty episode of your favorite podcast. That was I mean, it's fine. Out of order. Work what is wrong with me today? It's a Friday. That's why. Friday. She's tired. She's spicy. I'm actually not that tired. I am tired, but I mean, not that Friday tired. tired. Yeah. Friday tired. Yeah, for sure. We're recording from Amanda's house this week, which is not the usual spot, but it's yes. me with the kid problems this week. So <laughs> uh, I always have kid problem. Kid yeah. problems. Anyway, how's it? Uh, what do we usually do? If you want to get a hold of us, look at our show notes. <laughs> like we've never done this before. I feel like I've never done this before. To be honest, I feel like we never get into it this quick. Like I never feel like over fifty seconds in, and I'm asking you how's it going. Maybe we don't. I don't know. It's not like what do we usually do now? How's it going? I don't know. We're going to. Well, let's talk about the weather really quick. Oh, it's, it's been raining so much its ass off. Though. It's been raining, and it's really just it- been. Yeah, it's been a little depressing, but it's also melting the snow a lot faster. It is melting the snow very fast. And it's been above freezing, so I don't know. They were talking about the sun coming out on Sunday. And guys, it's Friday, and it hasn't been out since last Friday, maybe? I don't even know. I think it's been a long time. I just hate it because I travel from one building to the other uh, during the day, and like if it's raining, that just ruins my entire day. That would be annoying. Because you, you get wet going out to your car. Yeah. And then you get what when you're going back in. And then probably when you're coming back out. Yeah. So yesterday I had flats on and the bottom of them had, I don't know, I guess a hole. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like my whole feet were soggy. All my feet were soggy. All my toes. And you feel it. (laughs) Yeah. Your noodles are over here, baby. We have Levi today. Yes, we have Levi. Oh, there's a cat in this chair. I mean, it has 17 cats. And two. You know, <laughs> Ashley has three dogs and acts like my two cats are the problem. They are the problem. They are the problem. Cats, right are, now. Always, I will say cats that. are literally going to always be the problem. Just FYI. Okay. Cats will always be the problem. They're not too much of a problem right now. They're just hanging out. Anyway, how is it going? So we had our guaranteed foods yeah. uh, meeting today, which we're really excited about. Of course, Ashley and Corey got us into this because I don't think there's anybody else I know personally that's doing it. So, well, no, that's not true. I do know somebody on Facebook, but who? I made sure to get it for you. Uh, Nick Magana, who I used to go to church with, uh-huh. their family does it. Okay, so Guaranteed Foods is similar to, I would say like Schwann's, but yeah. not really. Similar, but different because it's not all like quick and Fixes, easy. Yeah, and it's just like they deliver, you order food in six-month increments, and they deliver it to your house, and you have deep freeze, and you pay for it monthly, and it's just really nice. It is nice. And so we got our, we did our meeting today with her. She was very nice. Her name's Jenny Meyer. She's awesome. Shout out to Jenny Meyer. If she ever listens to this, if she ever finds it, she'll hear it. But anyway, so we got excited about it because we're really just trying to find a way to lower our grocery bill in a way that we don't compromise quality. Isn't anybody like on the site at this point? Right. I know. Everybody's just looking for ways. <laughs> and I've tried everything under the sun, every store that is nearby, everything. And I just, I haven't been able to really get it below much below. If even if I get it below three hundred, it's not much below. Uh, every two weeks. Right? Every two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So that's about one hundred and fifty a week. And when I say qual- high quality foods, I'm not talking like super duper expensive high quality. I'm just talking like I don't want hormones injected into my chicken. Right. 
Same. Antibiotics, things like that. Like I want that. I, I just want a chicken breast. I just feel like that's not too much to ask. Yeah. And it's it, so crazy too. Cause like when you get chicken breast from the store that have antibiotics or whatever, and then you cook it and it shrinks down to a third of the size. Oh, it really, it's cause it's mostly water. And when you cook these chicken breasts, like they're smaller, they're like four ounce portions, but right. they stay that size. And that's what your big chicken breast shrinks down to anyway. Right. It's just crazy. Like you can tell the difference. It's like the hamburger. Mm-hmm. it's that size like <laughs> it's crazy but anyway we're excited about it um we have the women's conference tomorrow at church yeah. ashley and i are both going ashley's not excited about the shirt because it's white which i, I don't blame her just talking I'm, about i'm not a fan shirts. i don't either I, there's always something one, on it i'm gonna get one solid wear out of it guaranteed we'll quote this quote this next week <laughs> i'm gonna come back and tell you guys i dropped something on my shirt Imagine. you don't even have to drop it like for me i'll just find something randomly on the sleeve or, like I ran into something or backed into it or well, something. Well, then, like, when your kids have messy fingers. All the time and a face. Yeah. Because my kid and likes to bounce off laundry of my detergent. fat. Safe. Laundry detergent always messes up my shirts yeah. and always yeah. changes your clothes. Yeah. yeah, what's up with that, Levi? <laughs> anyway, so we have that tomorrow, which we're kind of, we're I don't know, I'm excited because we found out on Thursday that Sarah, Sarah she listens, doesn't she? Uh, she has. Sarah, we're coming to your session. Yes. She, I mean, she I like squealed when you told me that. I know. It was so cool. But she's actually uh, speaking in one of the sessions. Yeah. And Ashley, they're like, we are so going to that one. I'm so excited. So we were we were very excited about that one. Um, let me think. Um, Levi. Say hi. Say hi. Or just sit there and show a noodle to us. He is slowly edging his way toward being ready to potty train. I have had so many people say, oh, he's not potty trained yet. And I'm like, no, he's two and a half. It's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Like when we went to the doctor for his, I guess, two and a half month or two and a half year checkup. Two and a half month checkup. She was like, this is totally normal. He, First of all, he's a boy and they take longer. Mm-hmm. She's like, also, it's still early. Right. She said, a lot of people will be like, you have to have it done by two. And she yeah. said, no, that's when you should be thinking about starting it. Right. Because some people start it too soon. Yes, a lot of people start too soon. So anyway, I was just, I'm glad that, that he's he's getting more interested in it. We mm-hmm. just, we're trying not to push him. He's extremely hard-headed, yeah. just like his dad. So this has been a journey yeah. to get to this point even. Hopefully when he starts potty training, it'll be quick, you know, like, mm-hmm. a quick... Hey, did I, I don't think I mentioned it last time. So I walk into the room and he was naked. Mm-hmm. Did I say that on the podcast? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But anyway, this is how I know he's getting closer. Sometime in the last week, he, I was doing the dishes and I go into my back room, which you can't see from the sink. And he had gotten himself completely naked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what you doing, buddy? And he said, I'm going to go potty. And I was so excited. He didn't go. He just sat there. But I was like, that's enough to earn you a peanut butter cup because. Getting close. Yes. To me, that's what it is. What do we do? We gave. They have these, like, I think that they're at Dollar Tree. They're like Smarties, but they're bigger. So, how's it going with you? Um, It has been good. Work. I mean, we had our first. I'm trying to like skip this over. I see that. <laughs> so so ever so slowly. <laughs> Um, so we had our first week, full week back since Christmas because, um, we've had like 17,000 snow days. You can't even see your computer now. (laughs) No, I just need to see, is it charged mostly or so? 
It's most of the way. Okay. We have literally like 17 million thousand snow days. So a lot in a row. That was fun. And so, yeah, we did that. So that was just, it like literally moved like a snail's pace. You know what I mean? Like, because. It's kind of like what it feels like when you come back from Christmas and yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I even told the story on the podcast, but Corey, a couple weeks ago, so we got, I got new tires like right before Thanksgiving and Corey, it was right before Christmas, ran into literally like ran straight into a freaking <laughs> median and to his defense. So this median got built by our house where it like protrudes out and the lane kind of curves around it. And there's usually a sign there, but the somebody else there and hit somebody it. hit the sign. Mm-hmm. And so we hit that that a couple of weeks ago and had to get a new tire. And then I hit a pothole because I could not avoid it. There's a lot of them right now. Like I was turning onto the street and like it's already a narrow street and there's someone in the other lane going the opposite way. And I went into it, but I was turning. So I wasn't like, I was only going like 10 miles per hour, but it like put a hole on my sidewall. I have to get another tire. Right. So we spent like a thousand dollars on tires, and then like two hundred, three hundred dollars more, and now another two hundred or three hundred dollars more on tires. But that's just how life rolls, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, because I had. You looked at it like you didn't know how your writing went. Well, I didn't know what it said. I thought oh. it said "big chicks game." Well, first I thought it just said "big chicks," and I was like. Why would I put that? Yeah. But there's a big Chiefs game this weekend, guys, if you don't know. Which, by the time this comes out, the Chiefs will have already either won and are going to be going to the Super Bowl for the however many fourth time. Or, well, we lost do we count Super all Bowl. of them? Or just since Patrick Mahomes well, Since Patty Cakes has been. Yeah, I think it'll be the fourth time. Or we will have lost and we will be grounding our sorrows. One of the two. I'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. And we, yes, have the Women's Conference this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, excited. You're say <laughs> I'm excited. I just, I, yeah. I we do this every year, guys. So it's full honesty right here, yeah, even for those okay. who go to the Women's Conference with us and whatever. Ashley and I go through this whole thing where either one or both of us is like, hey, we don't really need to go this year. Let's just skip it. Now, we're going to fully preface this and say we've always gone. Yes. And we always have a great time over there. Yes. But for whatever reason, and for me, I feel like it's just me being my introverted self. This is literally my, my, why am I like this this week? (laughs) So, uh, so we won't go too far into it, but it's just like every time it's, especially something with a lot of people for me, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't even have to do anything. And I think for me, it's like, okay, we're there Thursday for rehearsal. Yeah. Saturday for the women's conference. And then we sing on Sunday, which is fine. But and I was there Tuesday. To yeah, set up to help for set it. up. Right. They wanted us there Thursday and Friday, but I, we had guaranteed foods, and Levi was taking a nap during the time they wanted us on Thursday. So, or no, I'm they like, didn't do it on Thursday. I'm so anyway, like, it's just a big commitment. It's a big time mm-hmm. commitment, and like yeah, because it's from like nine to three. Yeah. So I mean, and it's like I don't know, like you work all day, all week, and then you want like you literally don't, we don't. And then you're gonna go to church all day, and then on Sunday you're gonna do it again. Yeah. Which is, it's great. It's a great time. Like, I feel like. And it's once a year for this. Yeah, it's like. once a year. It, it's just the time commitment. It's sometimes. I get you. Be, you know, but then it's like. For me, it's the time and the people commitment. Yeah, it's definitely people. But now that I don't love everybody that goes there, but it's just having to be social 
I am not good at it anyway, so I have to look to Ashley to be like super social. And then I'm like, how come nobody knows who I am? Well, it's my own fault. (laughs) I, yeah, I don't know. The, and also like, um, like we always have, like you always go and we're always like, oh, I'm glad I went, you know? Yeah. Every time. Every time. But we have to go through it first. There might come a time when we decide we're going to play hooky and not go. But it hasn't happened yet. Well, that one time I th- I thought I had COVID. Oh yeah. And you didn't go either. I don't know why. I, I think I think that was right when we started going to the church, which uh-huh. is probably why I didn't go. Yeah. But I was like, all right, for sure have COVID, and I don't know. I didn't think I ended up having it, but like I was like, I. Think well, but I if you're sick with anything, anything you don't want to go. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that'll be fun. Yeah. What do you need to go off about this week? I am going to go off about my T-Mobile drama. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you need to go off about this. I'm not even really sure what's happening right now, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Because So it's Eddie's account now because it's a military account. So he has to be the yes, head of the yes, account. Yes. So he gets all the emails and stuff. So I'm just hearing all this stuff like secondhand. Mm-hmm. But our bill started out what it was supposed to be um, 120 plus two lines with insurance which would have been like 156 mm-hmm. okay for three lines because we were supposed to get two promotions because we added two lines and my we added my dad onto one of those lines because it was an extra ten dollars line mm-hmm. well our first bill is telling us at first it was gonna be 376 dollars and we were like what for what it has slowly come down um the first thing that happened was they sent eddie the wrong phone that was my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> well, right then they charged us for shipping the phone back and then charged us for having the phone. And then when they received it, they credited us that stuff. For the phone, right? Or for the for shipping? The phone. No. They were supposed to give us money for the shipping and never did because that was supposed to be the store. Word to the people here in Leavenworth. Do Word not to go to the T-Mobile store here in Leavenworth. They are terrible. So we have been there four times. We have now called T-Mobile three times. Eddie has to call again. Because our additional lines were supposed to be $10 a line. They are $25 a line. That's what's showing up. Um, The promotions haven't kicked in. But then we found out that they only have one promotion on us, not both. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't add two lines. We did. Mm -hmm. And they're also charging my dad for his phone. Nice. When he paid up front. For, so his has a promotion too, and he paid mm-hmm. up front for the phone, and now they're still charging him for the phone. Like he paid for the purchase of the phone, and they're charging him for like the monthly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Then they gave us five lines with insurance. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have four lines to begin with. One that's just a ghost line. There's nothing on it because it was just there for the promotion. Mm-hmm. And then one is my dad's, and he didn't ask for insurance. Uh-huh. That means we actually only have two that need insurance, and we have three additional. So we're paying $18 for each of these additional insurances. I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even, like Eddie said, I don't want to call him again. I'm like, if I call, I have no idea what to say. Right. Because, I mean, he doesn't even really know. And I'm just like, I just want to say, I have no idea how to fix this. I can just tell you how it got mixed up. Right. And I need you to get it right. This is what I'm supposed to have, and this is what I have. This is what I signed the contract for. 
which is why I told Eddie, I said, you sign these contracts. Don't you have them in writing that it's supposed to be like 120 or something? I think so. Well, and then I'd be like, all right, sorry, sorry, we need to go somewhere else because. Well, that's what I was going to say. I just don't want them charging us for our phones. Yeah, that's true. Because it's a thousand dollar phone. And if they charge us for our phones, I don't even know what to do. I, at this point, I don't know. If, if we went to Verizon, they said they'd buy the phones from us. I'd be like, buy T-Mobile because we've been with them for like 20 years. Right. And it just seems like this, the store started it, and but they can't fix it. Right. And I'm like, why should we suffer? Do they seem to understand what's going on? Like, what is wrong when you talk to them? Or are they just clueless? And he said the guy sounded like he did. And yet it's still screwed up. But it's because there are so many moving parts in this. Mm-hmm. So many problems. And it's like, hey. But I feel like they should still be able to go on the phone with customer service right there and be like, well, Eddie doesn't want to go back to the store. It, 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 the store is about to have a come to Jesus moment with a man and it ain't going to be pretty. Yeah. That's if I go down there, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. That's so frustrating. I feel like we had an issue with them when I had to get a new phone at one point instead of just putting it on. So like, you know, like they disconnect your phone and then they, tie your phone number with the new phone or whatever. Okay, so they did. They supposedly did that, but instead of doing that, they actually opened another line and put that phone on that line. And so then I had the phone that I didn't have anymore with oh my, my number on it. The phone that I had, that had a new line, and then whatever. So, like, Corey's trying to call me. Nothing's going through. Mm-hmm. I tried to call him. They said it had a different number. And then that was, like, that's the only thing I've had wrong. And they fixed it pretty quickly, but. Well, this has been going on a month, so Mm -hmm. this is not quickly. No kidding. And Eddie is just like, I just don't want to call. I'm like, hey, I don't want to pay the bill. Right. So. And it's going to come out on the 5th. That's getting close. Yeah. So, what's your go off this week? My go off is I hate when people half listen to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like for example, my current husband. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, for those of you who don't know where I got that from, there's a guy on TikTok who's gay, but he calls his husband his current husband, and <laughs> people get so like pressed about it. And Although, like, why wouldn't you say that if it's your ex-husband? Right. I mean, I don't or have your an ex-husband. Husband. Well, I know, but I mean, when people were yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So he people get so mad at him for that, and he's like. Guys, it's a joke. But so my current <laughs> husband is king of the half listening, okay? Mm. So I was like trying to explain to him something today. Like he's asked me how work went today. And so I was like trying to, I was like talking to him about what was going on. And like I was trying to explain something to him. And I could just tell by the noise that was going on in the background that he was not listening to me. Was it a video game? No, it wasn't a video game. Not today. It usually is, but not today. Today, there was just, and he's got like major focusing issues. So it's like people being like like, talking. They're talking. And I was like, there's no. Did you see his eyes going back and forth? Did you guys do a lot of FaceTime? No, we weren't even on FaceTime. I could just tell. (laughs) We were on the phone. So I was like, I was like, yeah. And what happens is, is you, I started to explain it. And I was like, and you're not listening to me. And so I stopped. And he was like, he literally was like, yeah, yeah, that sucks. Right after you said that? Like, I'm not even talking. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, well, I'm glad you had a good good day. 
was like, Corey, I literally stopped mid-sentence. <laughs> you have no clue what I just said. <laughs> He's like, I'm mean, sorry, there was just so much going on over here. bad. And I cannot stand it. And you know who does this the worst more than Corey? My best friend, Shelby. <laughs> Cause she always has some crazy shit going on, like like at, at work, her, or no, at her at house, home. or she'll be like doing something on her phone. And I'm like, I'm like talking to a wall right now. Do you say that? Is that what you say? Well, I'm yesterday when we were going to Bunko the other day, I was like trying to explain to her something. I don't even remember what I was talking about. And then she like asked me a question of what I just said, and I was like, No, I just told you it was this. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, sorry, I was doing this, whatever. Like, she knows that when I'm like, no, I told you. I just cannot stand it. And I do that sometimes, but I then I almost, every single time I know I do this, I put my phone in and I'm like, I'm sorry, I was not listening fully. At but, least you're honest. Yeah, yeah, like, I know when I do it, and I know it pisses me off when people do it to me. So when I do it to other people, I'm like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm being a jerk right now. Mm-hmm. I just cannot stand when people, like, half listen to you about things, and you're, like, literally just talking to a wall. Like, do you ever feel like sometimes if they would just... Does Corey tell you he was listening? No, he always tells me he wasn't. He was always like, sorry, I was distracted. Oh, see. But, like, that time he acted like he was, and he totally was not. Or, like, Eddie's the one who's like, I was listening. And I'm like, what did I say? Well, you were talking about, and he'll say it. I'm like, well, we talked about that 15 minutes ago. Right. You know, we have done that. Corey has done that. Yeah. The other thing that pisses me off is when Corey is on the video game, and we try to FaceTime him, because we FaceTime Corey every night before we go to bed if I have Eli at home. And he'll be like, he'll put his phone, like, like, if this is his video game, he'll put it, like, right by. So he's, like, looks like he's oh, looking at us. Screen. Yeah, or whatever. And I'm, like, he's, he's like, trying to talk about asking questions. And he's, like, Dad, Dad. And I'm, like, Corey, we're not going to sit here and watch you watch you play your video game. So get off the game and call us back. And then he'll call us back and, like, talk to us. But I'm, like, kick it up first. Like, do not have listen to me. I can't stand that. That aggravates the shit out of me. I would just prefer if somebody's like, you know what? I'm actually not listening right now. If you give me just a second, I'm going to be Yes, finish, exactly. Like that. Or like, I hate when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and then they're like having a conversation with someone else like in between your conversation. That drives me nuts too. Oh yeah, like when you're talking. Yeah. And then they just start talking to somebody else. And they're like, hey, yeah, hold on. Yeah, go do that real quick. And then they like start to do that. They're like, I'm no, okay. it's in there. It's in yeah, there. I'm okay like, with it if like, they're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, exactly. Because then you know that they, they know they're doing it. It all, it, I feel like it, the thing that comes back to this is it all goes back to how the situation is handled, right? If someone is like, yeah, hey, hold on just one second. Let me finish this so I can listen. Or I'm sorry. I promise I'm listening. Like, you know, like, let me do this. Or I'm sorry. I was not listening. Can you repeat what you just said? Like, I'm fine with that. But when they're like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Like, I'm like, you're not listening to me. I'm the one that's like real quiet when somebody's saying something uh-huh. and I'll be like looking at my phone or something. And then I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Yeah. Like, that's me. <laughs> yeah. That's fine though. Like just admit that I'm you're not, not saying, listening. Yeah, I'm, not like, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Anyway, that's fine. Do we do yours? Yeah, we did yeah, yours. Yeah, we did T-Mobile drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on now. Ashley. Yes. Why are you like this? Or that. Okay, so I <laughs> I know. Every time I say that, I'm like, that did not come out right. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. So I mentioned earlier that when we were talking about our anxiety about going to the women's conference, I was like, this is literally my entire why I'm like this today. 
So why do I stress myself out or hype myself up about social situations? And then I said, oh, wait, that's called social anxiety. Mm-hmm. But it's like to the fact where I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And even in the morning, I'll be like, mm, but my test demanded, so I'll just not go. And then on the way over here, I could be like, mm, I could say I got in a car wreck. <laughs> no, not really. That's a joke, guys. Here's um, the problem, though, is that I am not the right person to like. Yeah, me either. Being long, so I'll be like, all right, cool, cool. Sorry, bye. <laughs> because I'm feeling this, like, I have the same social anxiety happening at the same time for this thing. Maybe not for the same reasons. Maybe for the same reason. It doesn't matter. At the same There's time. There's not even really a reason. You know what I mean? It's not like not I have specific time. reasons about this. No, no, not specific. Definitely not specific. I don't get it. It's not like I'm like, oh, I don't want to go because someone says going to be there, or I don't want to go because I don't want to listen to this, or yeah. I don't. It, yeah, it has absolutely no, nothing to do with absolutely that. Absolutely not. It's and I just know the fact that we're going. And when I go, I'll be like, oh, I'm so thankful that I went to this. Like, remember last year we were like, it was such a good. Like, I'm so glad we went. Like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be us on next week. After the fact, we're going to be like, oh, I'm so glad I went to this. It was so good. I don't know what I would have done if I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like last week, yours was pretty good. Like, we loved it. Yes. Like, it was just a good, like, I don't know. I I really don't know why it happens every time. But it does. And it's not just this. No. For me. It's. I, gosh, I have canceled on thing. things so many times because I just don't want to deal with the social situations. And if I know somebody's like me, who I'm canceling on. Or if it was you, I'd be like, Ashley, I just don't want to go. Literally, how many times have I been like, I mean, I'm just too tired to record. I just don't want to go. I don't want to record. Yeah. I don't want to deal with people. Yeah. Only because I know that you'll you'll get it. And Literally. It's like, like, if tomorrow you text me and you're like, hey, let's just not go, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying really hard not to do this. I know. But remember, you were like, let's just not go. I was did. it today? No, it was just, uh, yesterday. It was at practice, right? Yeah. And I was like, no, we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to go. I have to, like... I'm at the point where I have to, like, tell people, like, hey, I'll see you there. Hey, I'll see you there. So that way. To force yourself to yeah, go. Yeah, so that way if I'm like, oh, I, I can't, I'm not, like, I don't want to go. Well, I have to go because now I invited so-and-so to go. You know what I mean? Or, like, I told Michelle I was going to be there. So I got to go. It's like you just have to come out of yourself to go. That's the way it is for me. Like, Literally. It's, it is the uncomfortable I'm go. so far internally inside me. It's like I, I'm, like, <laughs> so far up my own butthole about going, about not, like, <laughs> About not wanting to go. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> if I could, like, literally flip myself inside out, that's how far inside myself I have to pull myself out. And I would never tell anybody else that I don't want to go. I know. It's not that I don't want to go. All of our podcasts. But it's not here. even that I don't want to go. That's it's the thing. Not. I want to it's go, not, yeah. but I don't want to go. Because if I didn't want to go, I wouldn't have registered. Exactly. I want to go. Although last year we didn't register for a long time. I literally registered at 10 o'clock the night before. I think mine was that week. Yeah. Because you, we decided that we made a pact that we, that we weren't going to go because I was like, right. I'm not doing things that are going to... You didn't... You wanted to be able to say no. I wanted to be able to say year. no. And I felt like pressured a little bit the year before to go, which I'm glad I did. You went with me, no. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah. that was the year we... That was the year I thought I had COVID. year before that. Okay, so I'd been going there. So because you didn't go, I didn't go. The last year I went before that, I was pregnant with Eli... I don't remember what's going I I don't remember, but I, don't remember I just either. was like, I want to be able to say no to things I don't want to go to. Like, I don't want to be pressured. And then, like, some people were like, you really should go. Like, you, like, saying that we should go because we serve in the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not going. And I mean, it was like, I registered to go. And I was like, 
damn it, Amanda. No, I have to register to go because you, I can't, you can't go, and I not go. You can't, you know. Yeah. And then I went. And yes, and then I'm forcing myself to do it by registering. Did Becky go with us? I, I think she was going to, but then okay. she didn't. Something happened. Her kids were probably sick. Um, in the winter, they're sick the entire winter. It seems. Okay, Sorry, yeah. Becky. Anyway, she's probably sick right now, if I had to guess. She was sick when we got her last time. I know. I hope mm. she's not. I hope you're over that. Yeah, anyway, too. I think she said it was a sinus infection. But yeah, mm. I get it. I Because I have that same social anxiety with everything. That's like crazy. And it could be even like just a birthday party. Yes. One that I don't have to do anything but show up to, and I still don't want to go. Literally. Same. I have to force myself into those situations. So, guys, if I if you see me at these things, understand that it took every ounce of me or it took every ounce of Ashley to be there. Yes. And you should be appreciative because. <laughs> like, literally, even things that I'm like, I know I love. I like, I love yes. this. You're excited about it until you realize the social situation yes. of it all. I don't understand. I don't either. I don't, I don't, like, like, I was talking to my friend. Um, she wanted me to come over. Um, was it President's Day? She was like, come over. Because, like, we used to, like, go to each other's houses and, like, make it yummy food like pick a recipe to make make it and just like literally drink wine and hang out like that was just That's our time awesome. together and she was like come over bring Eli we'll make some food and like let's just hang out and I was like Haley I've got to be quite honest with you right now like I am kind of going through a little bit of depression and anxiety right now like even going to your house I know that I would have such a good time but I literally cannot commit to anything right now like I am like being terrible with commitments like, I just cannot. And she was like, thank you for telling me that. Yeah. Like, I understand. But I was like, I want to go. I just cannot get myself to do that right now. I don't know why. It's just. But at least you're honest about yeah, it. Yeah. But it's just like, I know I would absolutely 100% enjoy going over there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I would love it. It would be like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like thinking of things like, go and get my nails done. I freaking love going to get my nails done. I have to literally crawl myself out of a hole to go get do it. Not like because I'm depressed. Like I have some seasonal depression, whatever. Everybody does. But like it's just like the social, like I have to sit in front of this lady for 45 minutes and try to make conversation with her. You know I just can't sit in silence. You know that that's sure. not my I literally cannot. I'm the that. opposite. I will sit in silence. And then I if somebody feel, talks to me, then it gets awkward. I feel bad for the person I share a room with because Because <laughs> it's never quiet. It's literally, I'll be like <laughs> I swear that probably the first couple of like days that she knew me that we worked together, she's probably like, she never shuts what up. What is happening right now? Because a lot of times I'm I'm like not talking to her specifically. If she talked back to me, it would have been fine. But like I'm just talking out loud. Like I'll be like, oh dang, I didn't mean to do that. Why is this happening? I don't understand what's going on. And like for a while, she'd be like, what? And I'd be like, no, 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 no I'm just. Talking to myself, talk, and I'll be like, oh, I want to do that, or do I want to, you know, like I'm like talking through, but now she just knows to ignore me, so she just keep on going. Yeah, she just knows that's the way I am, but I just because I cannot just sit in front of someone in silence. So the thought of having to do that for 45 minutes with this lady or whatever, whatever that's why I love going to my hair lady because she talks to me the whole time. See, that's the one that gives me anxiety the most it, because it is so long that you are one on one with these people, yeah. It, as long as they understand with me that I'm probably, I don't care if we sit in silence. Talk to somebody else. Literally, I'm, this is Amanda. How was your day? Good. Yeah, it's bad. I'm, and I really try to not do that, but I'm just not. It's I'm just not good at it. Yeah, I am not good at the small talk. So, 
it's hard. I'm trying to come out of it, especially having a kid. It's a little bit easier to come out of it because mm-hmm. you can talk about your experiences yeah. with them. Sure. Usually the other person, if they're of a childbearing age, which if they're doing your hair, they probably are. I mean, the way that you just said that, I'm sorry, let's go back. <laughs> they're of childbearing age. Well, I was trying to think of the right thing to say. If they have a child. Well, but even, even people who don't have a child, maybe sure. they've just had experiences with children, you know, like, like a teacher. Yeah. Something like that. Like they can understand if you're talking about your kid's snot or, you know, yeah. oh my gosh, this funny story, right? I try not to do that a lot either because you just don't know what people are going through. Yeah. But that's the problem with social anxiety is you think about a thousand things that could oh, go why wrong did I just, say that? just for talking instead of just talking. Yeah. And then it gets worse because yeah. as you're talking, it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually yeah. Eddie. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It yes. gets worse and worse as he's talking. Oh my gosh. And then he starts getting faster and faster and faster and louder and louder and faster. And louder. I have to touch him on his arm or something and just say, shh. Like that time that he called me by his um, oh. deceased wife's name at the church we were visiting. So we were trying to find a church and we went to one. This is before the church we go to. Yeah. Yes. And we went to one uh, from somebody who I worked with at Penny's. He goes to that church and he asked us to go. And no, it was uh, Grant. We, we lived, he lived in the apartment complex we did, the first one that we lived in. Mm-hmm. He's the one that told us about it. Anyway, so we go and, you know, they do the stupid greeting at the beginning, like, welcome people, whatever, you know. And so, well, welcome people. So, <laughs> This older lady in front of us turns around and welcomes us. And she's like, what's your name? And he said, my name is Edward and this is my wife, Tammy. Oh my gosh. What did you say? First of all, the look on his face. He was mortified probably. Um, he's, I mean, his eyes were huge when he looked at me. And I said, actually, my name is Amanda. Which I know had to make it awkward for her. I should have just Could you shook her hand and let it go. Imagine. What did she say? She's All she said was nice to meet you and turn around like, I need like, to get away from these people. And then Eddie is like. In my ear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm like, just stop. You're literally making it worse. Just stop talking. That was the one and only time when I've said just stop talking that he's actually listened to me. Mm-hmm. And then we got in the car. He was so apologetic. And I'm like, look, <laughs> I know you didn't mean to, but I can't say it didn't hurt. Right. Okay. <laughs> just now you can like, get a laugh. <laughs> right. Like just. Was she dead at the time? Yes. Okay. I was like, what did he just like? Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I have an idea. Okay. That's hilarious. Hey, Eddie, come here. I have a question. Remember that one time you called Amanda your dead wife's name? Yeah. We were just talking about that. <laughs> okay. What, what was going through your head when you did that? Like, as soon as it came out of your mouth, what did you say? Like, what did you think to yourself? Do you know how long ago that was, first of all? Yeah, but I'm sure you remember. I told her your eyes got no, huge. I don't no, remember, I remember mortifying situations like that. Yes, but that was... It doesn't matter if you remember or not. I said I remember it. Okay, so but what? my point is, what I'm saying is, is that it was so long ago that we were just... We'd been married less than a year. I think. Oh, he doesn't even know. Was it? No, it was, at the, it was at the first apartment. Uh-huh. And we got married in the Bonner house. That's true. Okay, no, yeah, I understand that, but we didn't move to the, it doesn't matter, honestly. We'd known each other for over 10 years at that point. Yeah. <laughs> he acts like I that did, doesn't matter. No, it's because, it wasn't because I had forgot who you were. I it's know. It's not like I didn't but know you your name. Were you nervous in the moment talking to someone you didn't well, know? Yes. Well, yeah, we were talking that. about, 
We were talking about social anxiety. That's why I got. Oh that. yeah, I definitely have that. Okay. I, I hate. Which it's funny because yeah. Ryan, Ryan will tell you that I'm one of the most social people he knows. Like I, I talk to people even though I hate talking to people. You're one of the yeah. people that has social anxiety, like me. Or you can't sit in a quiet space. You just can't stop talking. You, you can't stop talking anything. because you don't want it to be awkward. Well, yeah, I hate the awkwardness. Yeah, same. Because like whenever I was introducing myself, I just part of it was that I had been married to Tammy for like what eight years or nine. It was nine years, and so it was just used for me to say me saying my name, and then here's my wife. Yeah, and that's when it falls out. But then on top of that, I was thinking in my brain, I don't want to talk to this old lady. And I don't know how to get out of this situation. I hate this. So. Yeah. And then it was just like. Who is the funniest person? Okay. So Shelby's husband, Monty. Literally the most socially awkward person I have ever met in my entire life. Like when they go through drive throughs like one day they were like, do you want army sauce? Or will they say, what kind of sauce do you want? And he said, yes. And Shelby is like cracking up. Your cat is going, is like literally on drugs yeah. right now. Yeah, she does this every night. Nothing new. Anyway. Both of them, actually. Social anxiety. We haven't even done your why am I like this yet? And we're 14 minutes in. Well, that's right. <laughs> when I go through the drive-thru and they ask me a question, I say shit. He um, does. Do they hear you? I, I don't do it so much anymore. No, yeah. Well, I think they have to hear him because they'll ask him a question. He'll say, uh, and then it, he says that. Well, then I'll be like, uh, shit. <laughs> so, because he doesn't know. He doesn't have any clue. They're like, what are you doing? Well, He's like, shit, I didn't think about that. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, <laughs> basically. It's not necessarily like, what do you want to drink? It's more like, oh, it, it would be. You literally like, can't make a decision about anything in that realm of category anyway because it literally took you 20 minutes to decide on what you wanted to yeah. get from a one-page so, menu so imagine me in a squawky box in front of a squawky box and them asking me a question and i'm just like uh like you haven't been to mcdonald's seven thousand times in your lifetime right <laughs> yes you know? and this is what we go through anyway why is your why am i like this okay you're done you're off duty bye see he doesn't <laughs> want to leave he wants to be on the podcast yeah he does yes he does Get away with your head, herpes. <laughs> anyway, my why am I like this is why is it that I, I have a treadmill that's in full working order? Nothing wrong with it. Okay, it's downstairs in my basement. But I feel the need to buy another one just so that I can have one that fits under my couch so I don't have to go to the basement to use it. That's a great it. idea. First of all, your basement's cold. I mean, which would be good for people. It's pretty yeah. temperate. Like, it stays 50s, 60s, whatever. Pick me up. You could. Walk while Levi's watching TV. Right. You could walk while Levi's eating breakfast. You could walk while you're making dinner. And that's how I justify it in my brain. So I'm thinking it's three hundred dollars for one of these walking ones that I could just pull out under the couch. But at the same time, do I really need to spend it, or should I just go downstairs? So I've been really working with myself this week. So I wrote this why am I like this last week? Mm -hmm. And this week I did. I went downstairs like four times. Yeah. So I was like, see, if you just do it. Uh You don't need one. Of course, right. I had to go. I had to go during his nap because mm-hmm. that's the only time I have. Yeah, I, I get that. The only time I have is five in the morning. Yep, <laughs> and it's like you take whatever time you can get and go and do it. Right. And I just take my book, and then I don't even notice that I have to have the handlebars and yeah, on the one downstairs. I can't just walk in front of the TV. 
So that was my why am I like this? Yeah. I did not buy it. Ah, I'm sorry. I wish you would have. Okay. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the way to start right there. All right. What do you, what do you have for celebrity today? So I don't, I'm going to just say that this kind of pains me. It kind of doesn't because I used to be a Justin Timberlake fan. Uh-huh. Okay. Not a huge fan. Not like that. But he is just announced last night on Jimmy Fallon that he is starting, well, I guess, he announced the Forget Tomorrow World Tour. Oh. It's his first tour in five years. Okay. Um, let's see. Kick It kicks off. The North American leg of it kicks off on April 29th in Vancouver, Canada. And he will visit major cities such as Seattle, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago, New York. I've seen he's also going to be in, like, Texas, Oklahoma. And that's as close as he comes to us here in Kansas City so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it does say that more dates are to be announced. So it's possible mm. he'll come here. Um, I just... I don't think I'd go see him. Maybe Kane. I don't know. I don't know either. It would have to be a good price of the ticket. <laughs> Not that I don't like him. I love his right. music. And that's the problem. Is that I want to hate him so bad. But his new song came out. And I what heard it on the called? radio. Selfish. Selfish. And it is good. And okay. I like it. And I found myself grooving to it. And I stopped... And I was like, oh, it's Justin Timberlake. Okay, so I have to do it on my phone, I think. Yeah, I think you have to do it on your phone. So I actually think she found it. So so I have not, I have not heard the song yet, so I wanted to do a live reaction to live it. Live reaction. To the song. Okay, so, so hold on. Let's see here. So tickets go on sale. Oh, pre-sale for people in the fan club begin January 29th. The fan club? Apparently. <laughs> he, um, he's going to perform on SNL. Of course. He's going to perform Selfish. Let's see. Uh, it doesn't really... S- Return to the stage. Follows the Thursday release of his new... Okay, so I guess it's this weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, his new album is called Everything I Thought It Was. His song is called Selfish, which sounds um, perfect for him. However, right. it's not what you think. Maybe he's doing some self-reflection. You would hope. You know? So, anyway, uh, let's see. What's the closest he comes to us here, I think, is Tulsa. Okay. So far. He is going to wrap up on July 9th in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, which is close to his hometown, Memphis, which is really where he started because he did that free concert there. Yeah. Last week or something. So did you find it? I did. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. Is that where I thought I was going? This is really long. Yeah. 
What do we think, guys? Mm -hmm. I don't know. If I had to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, I think I'd give it a 6. I'm not going to say it's the best thing he's ever done. I still like Mirror. What is it? Oh, yeah, I love that. That's, That's my, my favorite. favorite. Yeah. Um, what is it? It reminds me of a song that I... I know, it reminds me of a song that's already made. But not, not one of his, but... Right, but you kind of feel yourself kind of grooving yeah, I mean, it's a little not bit, terrible. You know, it's the best and then song. I was like, oh, that's Justin Timberlake. I just know it. And it was before yeah. I really was paying attention. I know, my cats are crazy. wild, man. <laughs> Uh, but that's Selfish off of Justin Timberlake's new album. He's going to start a tour if you're at all interested. <laughs> you sounded really enthusiastic <laughs> about that, man. You know what we want? We want him to go on tour with NSYNC. We don't really that's even want, we want him to go on tour with NSYNC. We want some NSYNC to go on tour by themselves. Yes. But if so. he wants to be a part of it, fine. If not, guys, just get fine. Okay. Okay, it's time for our topic. We don't really have a name for this topic, so it's kind of going everywhere. But it's also staying in the realm of jobs, like landing the job, what kind of job, our personal experiences with getting a job. So not for any particular reason. It's not like... No, I feel like this might be the most random topic <laughs> It really is. <laughs> ever. I don't know why we even... I was just in the car and I thought about it like yesterday and I said yeah. it to you and you're like, yeah, that sounds good. And then we just kind of snowballed with the ideas and right. that's how it stuck this week. Yeah. So we've got, yeah, just jobs. I don't know. We're going to start out... Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start with some interviews, like craziest, funniest, weirdest things about interviews and how to get a job. Right. Talk about some personal experiences, and then we're going to do some lists about like funniest, craziest. We've got yeah, we've got some personal experiences plus the dirtiest, funniest, most dangerous, highest, and lowest of different like pays. And did we find something else other than pay? Highest pay, lowest pay, and then like dirtiest and funniest. Okay, yeah, we got so, to figure out. Anyway, so to start off, we're gonna go with this. I found an article on it says wisebread.com. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'm sorry. Okay. The six craziest things people have done to land a job. I have not read these ahead of time. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> this might be one of those episodes we have to mark explicit. Maybe. Maybe it's going to be a little bit boring. Who knows? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> number one says the Google Job Experiment. Um, so, a guy named Alec Brownstein created what he's called the Google Job Experiment. He creates Google ads for the top advertising creative director, advertising creative directors, so that the next time they happen to search their own names, they would see a message from Alec asking for an interview. Oh. The stunt worked, and a creative director at Young and Rubicam, an ad agency in New York, hired him after an interview. Ian was so impressed that he even went on TV interviews with Alec about the Google job experiment. For just $6, Alec got wide media attention and landed the job. Wow. Okay. Next one says interactive video resume. Through a clever script, a good soundtrack, and great video production, uh, Graham Anthony, who's a PR exec, was able to gather about 2,000 views within the first hour that he made a video and it went live. He, oh, let's see. It's an interactive video resume. Um, he believed that the video would better show off his personality and creative skills. The stunt work in London's Frank PR agency quickly invited for an interview and offered him a job. He continues to work there 
And that same video has gathered him over 300,000 views. Okay. So my guess is this must be something like, like he's blowing up cars in the background and he's walking through the flames. Yeah. You know, that type of interactive video. Sure. Uh, this was his, it's a chocolate bar resume. Okay, okay. Nicholas was looking for a position as a marketing professional. Instead of sending the standard paper resume, he opted for a chocolate bar resume with credentials that would satisfy any organization's appetite. That was in parentheses. Mm. With 100% of the recommended servings for leadership, <laughs> creativity, and business acumen, and 110% for work ethic, wow. this delicious business treat got him the job. That is This crazy. proves that chocolate makes anything like irresistible. I have no comment. I have no comment <laughs> on that. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't. Number four, will you fit in is what it said. My cats are nuts. Richard Waddington had been working for the same Winifred. No. <laughs> I don't even know if there's anything back there. The other cat. The other oh, cat back there. Oh, the things went back there. Okay. We got to move those things. Anyway, Richard Waddington had been working for the same company for over a decade. Ashley's best goodness. I hate cats, guys. And was ready for a change. Since he hadn't had a job interview in a long time, he was stressed. As he was going out the door, his four-year-old daughter handed him a small plastic cow from a barnyard set and said, Daddy, take this for good luck. Fast forward several hours of interviews, and Richard was sitting in front of the VP of HR. She gave him the usual little crazy around here, will you fit in question. I've never been asked that in an interview. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. Um, Richard immediately responded, I have a cow in my pocket, and sat the little plastic cow on the table. The VP burst into laughter, and Richard got the job. Okay. I don't think it was because of the cow. I'm just going to say no, it. No, I'm going to say probably not. Are you still inspecting that? Yeah. What do you think it is? I don't really know. So we got food tonight from this food truck that's actually pretty good, but Ashley found something weird in her apron. plastic, for sure. I have plastic in mine, too. I, I cannot eat those anymore. No. No, not the egg rolls. No egg rolls. I don't think they make them themselves. I think but... I thought it was maybe a corn kernel at first, but since you found it, it's probably not. Okay, well. Anyway, on to other things. <laughs> um, this one's called The Resume That Took 2,000 Hours. This isn't very crazy. No. I mean, the chocolate one was kind of crazy, but I still don't understand it. Like, what did you, did you like, put it on a bar of chocolate? I don't know. I right. don't understand that. <laughs> A high school graduate took this rule to heart. Oh, the rule that it takes about 10,000 hours to become an expert at anything. And with time on his side, he embarked on a mission to create an enormous project in the hopes of impressing potential employers at Bethesda Softworks. Alexander Velicki spent a total of 2,000 hours over a one-year period to develop a modification for one of Bethesda's hit titles, Skyrim. Oh. <laughs> yeah, except this is no run-of-the-mill mod. Alexander's false scar uses the talents of 29 voice actors, provides about 25 hours of gameplay, has an original soundtrack, and is a joint effort of over 100 people with Alexander at the helm. And then it, um, it has 4,000 million, or 4,000 million. Wow. 4 million. <laughs> 4, million. <laughs> Total views. He caught the attention of Bethesda's rival, Bungie, which offered him a job. What? Um, I can't just, there's this, Levi has a Spider-Man car and they just ran into the side of it. Um, anyway, last one says attempt to destroy your own property. David Germanico was in the middle of an interview for a sales job. The interviewer asked if he had a phone and David produced his very old Nokia brick. 
Sell it to me, requested the interviewer. David started to panic as his mind raced to find a reason that anybody would want such an old phone over a slick and powerful smartphone. No internet access, no cool apps, no camera. Then a light bulb went on. It's tough as nails. I challenge you to do this with any other phone. And he threw the phone against the wall. The phone survived. The drywall got a small dent, and David got the sales job. So that's the last one for that. Did I remember those Nokia phones? They were they like, were yeah. Okay, so just leave we, the <laughs> we are going to talk about the twenty most hilarious job interview stories. This is from demilked.com. I don't know. Wow. Okay. This first one's called Poop of Good Luck. I was just walking up the door, up to the door of the company for my interview. Too late to turn back as the guy had already seen me approaching through the glass doors. So I smiled and then I felt the splat as I opened the door. A bird had just pooped on my shoulder and it was running down my foot. My front, not my foot. He did see and got me some tissue. And at the end of the interview, he told me apparently it's meant to be good luck and that it had been for, uh, that it's meant to be. At, Oh my god. That it's meant to be good luck. Who knew? And that it had been for me because I was offered the job. At least it wasn't 4000 million. Yeah. Alright, when the boss goes the extra mile for someone who doesn't even work there yet. I went for an interview in a bank. I was 19 and was wearing ballet pump type shoes. Somehow really thumped my little toe or foot on the door frame on the way in. I sat in agony trying to ignore it. stood up to leave. Blood had soaked through my shoe into the carpet. And the top of my foot had changed color. The oh area manager who was sat in on the interview drove me to the hospital, then sat with me. I had broken my toe and metatarsal. Oh, that's like the thing that connects your toe, isn't it? Then she drove me home, picked up my mom, and took her to the bank to retrieve my car. I got the job, lovely woman. Oh my gosh, could you imagine like working for? You would just know that you were taken care of, you know? Yeah. A very suggestive. Okay, that this is going somewhere. Jobs. One of the first jobs I went for when I was a teenager was for a waitress at a local hotel. When I got there, the guy interviewed me, took me into a bedroom and closed the door. Then asked if I wanted to sit on the chair or the bed. I chose the chair. He sat at the bed. I can't remember a single question or how I answered. I just remember feeling quite scared. I didn't get the job. That is actually disgusting. What's your spirit vegetable? An interviewer once asked me, if your friends would describe you as a vegetable, which vegetable would it be and why? It just looked at him a bit flabbergasted, and he said, okay, let's move on. Didn't get the job, funnily enough. <laughs> That's a dumb question. <laughs> I know. I know this isn't a sales job, but can you do it anyway? They handed me a muffin and told me to stand up and sell it to them for 30 seconds. It wasn't a sales job. Why would you ask somebody to do that? Well, I just have like a thing on their feet is what I can think. I'm sorry, but are you a wizard? I went in for an interview the day I moved out of, of a flat share. I did a quick wipe around of the kitchen before I went. A bit later, the interviewer stared in astonishment as orange spots appeared on my navy trousers where I'd splashed them with bleach. Oh, no. That sucks. But they were, like, popping up. Like, you see? Okay. That's terrible. Too nervous to feel something's off. Went for a job interview in a big city hospital. The interviewer was a male. I walked in and sat down, a bit nervous but excited. He's looking at me like the cats who got the cat who's got the cream, all big smiles, wide-eyed, and overly enthusiastic. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness. Bless for you. me to take the job with an intermediate start of that afternoon. 
No reference check, police check, welfare, like anything. I don't know why I said welfare check. That's not what that is. It's supposed to be in a different. Oh, it's Australia. So that makes sense. Ah, I'm going to sneeze again. Okay. <laughs> sneeze yawn, sneeze. I tell him I would love to take the job. I can't start right away. I can start right away. I walk outside all excited about how I had pulled off the impossible. I feel a breeze blow on my tummy. I look down and my shirt has only one button buttoned up. The rest are all undone, leaving my boobs fully exposed. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm so nervous for the interview. I've forgotten to do my shirt. I button up my shirt. I still blush and cringe whenever I see a man in a white shirt. Sleeves rolled up. It was almost 30 years ago now. It was like yesterday. I never did take the job in the end. How do you not notice that? I don't know. 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 It went down the wrong hole. <laughs> I took a sip of water in an interview once, and it went down the wrong way, and I spent five minutes coughing and spluttering all over the table. <laughs> Ever been so embarrassed? They kept asking if I was okay, and I couldn't answer. <laughs> I hate when that happens anyway, but that would be the worst. Yes. Woo the crowd with your wife's clothes. Oh, my goodness. Not me, but a friend of mine interviewed for a promotion in a uniformed organization which his wife also worked for took a beautifully ironed shirt out of the wardrobe and hung it on the hook in his car intending to change into it when he got to the venue as he didn't want to risk any creases on arrival he found out that he brought his wife's shirt and not his own he had to go through the interview in a much tight too too tight shirt although it was certainly an icebreaker and he got the promotion that'd be hilarious if we were like i just need to let you guys know I actually brought my wife's shirt with me. <laughs> Die. It shouldn't remind me of it, but it reminds me of The Office when Michael Scott's wearing women, like a woman's suit because uh-huh. he, he bought it at like a first store. Yes, I remember this. I remember I this. I can't remember the name of it, remember. but it was definitely a woman's like brand. Suit yeah. yeah. Oh, Gloria uh-huh. Vanderbilt or something. And it, it just reminded me of that. That's funny. Oh, Lordy. Okay. <clears throat> um... The next one is... <laughs> I made it just chuck something over my head on this cat. I just want to let you know. Okay, this one's called, Apparently Board Games Are the New Job Interviews. Graduate Day Assessment. We had to play a risk board game. It was massive board on the table. We had pieces and dice, etc. We worked in pairs, making decisions on investments and things. About 12 people in total playing, three invigilators. No discussions over why we were playing the game. I didn't know how you were being assessed. I thought it was like a collaboration thing. I was very excited and animated during the game, and I knocked over an entire jug of water across the whole game board. I got the job. Later told that I was risking taking my uh, that risk taking was my development area and nothing to do with collaboration. But they were so taken by my coolness under pressure and the fact that the others uh, that other than getting some tissues to clean up and break to apologize to everyone, I kept on playing. I just really enjoyed the game. Ha ha. Ha ha. The classic stuck on a desert island approach. I got asked by the final interviewer, the CEO, if I was stuck on a desert island, which of the previous rounds of interviewers would be the most, oh, that's a good idea, which of the previous rounds of interviewers would be the most useful to be stuck with and who would be the least useful to be stuck with. Um, Previous rounds of being an HR person, the head of HR, the the general counsel. If he was thinking all candidates, I guess he was also doing a nice little play assessing his current staff, too. I've been warned by the recruiter that the interview style was unusual, so at least I wasn't completely thrown off by this, and I got the job. Well, world's loudest zipper. 
I got locked out of my house about an hour before an interview, so I had to borrow my friend's two small trousers. I sat down in the silent room, and they loudly unzipped. Everyone looked down at me. Now, fly, my now low, my now, oh my gosh. Everyone looked down at me, now flying low. I was too embarrassed to zip up, so I just carried on. I got the job, and they all took the piss in the pub. But what? I don't know. I got the job, and they all took the piss in the pub. Okay. I don't know. Two years later, pretty much St. Penal, I went in for an interview. We all knew each other well by then. I was, I am quite annoyingly chatty, but the fact, the first question just frozen and sat in silence, opening and shutting my mouth like a goldfish until one of them said, quietest you've ever been, which we all laughed. I remember how to speak. Got that job too. I'm going to read one more of these. Um, let's do this one. Flashulence to the rescue. Mine is quite recent. Remote interview in my home office over Zoom. My son had apparently left a toy in the room. I just want to let you guys know what is happening right now. I'm trying so hard to just keep my cool over here. And I'm trying to chasing these cats everywhere. I finally got around there. Chasing these cats. Amanda's literally chasing these cats and circles. I'm like podcasting by myself over here. (laughs) I keep flying through the room. Amanda's like going in circles from one door to another. Well, because I have to round both of them up, so. (laughs) Now they're trying to get back in the door, but I actually got it shut this time. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's all good now, y'all. Flash your lens to the rescue. Mine is quite recent. Remote interview in my home office uh, over Zoom. My son had apparently left a toy in the room. It was a farting ninja. I ignored it at first as I was answering a question, but then I had to say, I'm so sorry. My son's farting toy keeps going off. I'm just going to remove it in from the room. I got the job, question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Probably got it because he managed to get through that question as this thing was farting and then very, yeah. very good. All and right. That was funny. Okay, so next up is 16 of the dirtiest jobs in America. I have to say, this list was a little more disappointing than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Ashley, we were trying to find dirty jobs and dangerous jobs, and right. it really wasn't as good as mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. So here we go with dirtiest jobs. Um. When researchers want to most accurately test a horse's pH level, get, uh, people need to get the freshest manure sample, which requires forcibly retrieving it from the animal's rear. That's bad. Um, horse castrators. Let's keep going with that. Sheep castrators. Wow. These are dirty shops. I yes, know. these are dirty shops. Yes. Um, there's guys who work at Skulls Unlimited in Oklahoma. They have to clean the skulls of dead animals by boiling carcasses to remove tissue, then using beetles to strip the skeletons to the bone. What the heck? Apparently the smell is known to be unbearable. What are we doing with it? What is, is this? I was selling it. You know those ones? That's disgusting. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't want to know. Who would want to do that? Not me. Uh, sewer inspectors? Yeah, I could see that would be pretty... Pig slop processors take unconsumed food from buffet restaurants, put it in a giant processor, then recook it for the pigs. So it's not as bad as you think it is. Why do they have to recook it? I'm not sure. Let's keep going here. 
Um, the people who make biodegradable flower pots. Uh, oh, like those ones. Have witnessed a lot ones? of messy situations. The main ingredient is poop. Okay. Owl vomit collectors. Oh gather, my gosh, owl pellets? Gather, owl, gather pellets because the vomit is ideal for students to study. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I did that when I was a kid. Well, imagine being the one that has to collect it. Absolutely not. Bloodworm hunters. They are required to sink into sand, debris, and mud to find the long, skinny worms mostly used for basic fishing bait. But they have to be careful because the worms bite. Oh. Um, guys who work at sewage facilities have to separate everything that goes down the toilet or drain by separating the solids from the liquids. Again. What if it's a solid in a liquid? <laughs> it does happen, right? Um, let's see. What's this say? These guys have to, oh, there's some guys have to go down stinky dark drains to collect trash so that it doesn't end up in the beaches in the LA. Okay. Um, people have to clean the inside of a boiler can get filthy when they have to crawl into a 100 year old steamship. Mm. Imagine that would be, um, like a lot of soot. Yeah, I'm sure. Ostrich farmers have to catch their animals by chasing after the birds, grabbing them by their necks and pulling a hood over their eyes. This is all done while the animals are trying to kick you. The ostriches are mean, guys. Yeah. Um, how about the guys who have to clean cow carcasses? Absolutely. The entire not. animal's body is used for different purposes, hence everything needs to be removed and cut. Nope. I'm dead. Charcoal makers. They're buried in grime at this lump coal charcoal factory when they're trying to fix a clogged pipe. I mean, look. So the picture has a guy trying to drag another guy out of the coal. That's disgusting. Because he's, I guess, stuck in a clogged pipe. Um, it says farmers, and they mm -hmm. have an example. Of, uh, farmers are in serious danger where they're trying to move a herd of cattle from one area to another. Um, yeah, I'm sure that can get kind of gross. I think that's it. So, that's the dirtiest job. Some of those are pretty bad. Okay. Did you notice how most of them have to do with animals? Literally. I think almost all of them. Or poop. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. always that. Yeah. All right, let's do the highest and lowest, and then we'll do, I think I have fun yesterday. You have Phineas and I have the most dangerous. Uh, oh, yeah, dangerous. Okay, let's do highest and lowest, and we'll do dangerous. Okay. Okay, so here are the top highest paying jobs in the world of 2024. All right, the top one is a CEO, which stands for Chief Executive Officer. Duh. Then they make anywhere from 595000 Oh, it says the median. Okay. Pay scale for top executives of well-known companies goes up to 310000 while the median salary stands at 106000 long standing experience in the field can bag about 595000 up to a million bucks. That seems unreasonable to me just because I, I don't, I feel like that's not true. You don't think? Well, because you think of like the Jeff Bezos and. Well, those are like the. Because. I mean, those are like the. Well, and then you hear about all these CEOs who give themselves a pay raise. Right. Right. And it's double digit millions. Yeah. I mean, well, those are like the outliers. You know, see like the average, you know. Medical professionals, but they specifically said cardiologists who make a national average of $345,000 per year. Anesthesiologists make about $328,000 per year. Orthodontist um, range between $259,000 and $301,000. And neurologist range between $237,000 and $635,000. That's a really big gap. Oh, and I feel like a neurologist definitely needs that with what they do. I mean, but yeah, but a cardiologist, a huge I would gap. feel, would be but look, more. Two hundred thirty-seven. That's so huge. It's like where where are the two hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars neurologists at? 
Do you want a two hundred thirty-seven thousand? I don't really need one right now, but you know, just in case. Um, a corporate lawyer makes between ninety-four thousand and one hundred seventy thousand. Again, I feel Potential, like that's low. Though, is two hundred forty thousand. Um, an investment baker doesn't really have a salary. It just says. Oh, yeah. Just talking about it being expected to grow. Oh, here we go. Um, Get between 131,000 and 102,000. Between 102,000 and 131,000. Oh, it says right here. The average is 209. No. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. This is the median. What's the difference between that and the median? I don't know how the average is that and then the top 25% get 131 and the median is 102. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No. Okay, anyway. Make around one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Project managers. I don't know what even is a project manager. I'm like that could be very different. I know. I'm like um, salaries can go up to one hundred fifty thousand. Senior software engineers make about one hundred thousand dollars a year. Web developers make. Are you serious? Entry level is forty thousand, and the median stands at seventy-seven. It can go as high as one hundred forty-six thousand. Um. I got internet, like a solutions architect. Architect can make anywhere from 116 to 155,000. Engineer manager makes about, what's it say? The average is 122 to 138,000. IT systems manager uh, between 87 and 127. And that's it. So I don't know. I really expected there to be some higher paying jobs than that. But I guess maybe these are like actual relatable jobs, like that Hopefully. the average person could potentially have. You Hopefully. know, yeah, because I really do think CEOs of a of a big company are going to make more than that. Doesn't even matter which one. Yeah, for sure. Just pick a bigger company. Okay, so the most dangerous jobs, like I said, guys, this isn't as dangerous as you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You understand that there is danger, and I'm not really yeah. going to read it. I'm just going to tell you what they are. Yeah, uh, lumberjacks. Trash and recycling collectors. That job seems scary to me. Guys, there's so many risks involved in that. Uh, yeah, they can make up to $100,000 annually. Oh, wow. That's good. And it says they have the one of the most dangerous jobs in the world and fifth dangerous in the United States. Total deaths were, uh, 31 total deaths were recorded in 2016. Oof. Many from workers falling off of trucks, getting hit by vehicles that's while on the job, or accidents with machinery. Dude, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Underwater welders. So I said that, didn't I? I say that, yep. Uh, oil field workers. Yeah. Makes sense. Obviously. Roofers. Obviously. Vets. Okay. I mean, it makes um, sense when you think about it. I guess in Australia, it's the mental health that plagues workers in this industry. Really? These employees in Australia are up to four times more likely to fall victim to suicide than the rest of the Australian population. Why? So that doesn't pinpoint one specific reason. But factors include high stress, emotional hardships associated with euthanasia, and financial strain. Oh, I guess that makes a lot of sense. That would be difficult. Deep sea fishermen. Okay. Structural iron and steel workers. Obviously. Pilots. Okay. <laughs> makes me not very. There's one. Bull riders. <laughs> what? No way. What? <laughs> oh, that was super safe. Farmers. Yeah. So the top oh. ten most dangerous jobs in the U.S. Farming accidents, man. Most deaths in this industry were transportation accidents, which makes sense because that's some big machinery. Yeah, it is. Uh, coal miners, mm-hmm. police officers—that's yeah. pretty far down the list, considering. I know. Truck and sales drivers 
obvious for obvious reasons. Yeah. Car accidents. Yeah. Uh, stuntmen and women. Wow. Grounds maintenance workers. Okay. I guess they had the 10 most dangerous job in 2016 with 217 total fatalities. The grounds and like maintenance people? Yeah, grounds. Uh, died from transportation accidents while others were the results of falls, being struck by loose objects, or electrocution. Yeah, that, that makes sense, I guess. Private investigators. I'm surprised electrician is not on the list then. Right. And number 18, first line supervisors of construction trades and extraction workers. Oh, that was very specific. Yes, plus. So that's the most dangerous job. So I really thought that would be more exciting. And then it wasn't. And I was like, oh, well. (laughs) Okay, so with lowest paying jobs in America, the 25 lowest paying jobs in America. And when I was reading through this, it did not, like, shock me. Some of the things I saw. So first one on the list is shampooers. I didn't even know that was still a thing. I don't know if it really is, but shampooers, massage, condition, shampoo, customer's hair before, haircuts or stylings. They make about $25,000 a year. Cooks. Specifically like cooks, fast food. Uh, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, cafeterias and fast food chains, okay? They make about $24,000 a year. Host and hostesses make about $26,000 a year. Fast food and counter workers, $26,000. Amusement and recreation attendants make about $26,000 a year. Ushers, lobby attendants, and ticket takers, $26,000 a year. We're kind of seeing a theme here. <laughs> Cashiers, guess what? $26,000 a year. Ski patrol! <laughs> Thirty. No, sorry, $27,000 a I year. I that's a minimum wage for a year. Probably. Yeah. Um, dishwashers, $27,000 a year. Child care workers, which is ridiculous, $27,000 a year. Dining room and cafeteria attendants and bartender helpers, like bar bags, I'm assuming, $27,000 a year. Laundry or dry cleaning workers, same. Hotel and motel and resort desk clerks. Wow, that's actually surprising to me. $28,000 a year. I feel like when, I feel like that has to be like, oh. (laughs) I feel like that has to be like, um, like not resorts and stuff. I feel like they like. Make a lot. Of, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Pressers of textiles, garments, and related materials. You know, I remember when my mom used to work at a swingster. That's what this reminds me of. Um, food prep workers, twenty nine thousand a year. Gamble dealer, gambling dealers. That surprised me. Twenty nine thousand a year. Mm. Waiters and waitresses. Do we not just do that? See that? Mm. I guess not. Didn't we? Uh, Hosts and hostesses. So that's about the same uh, with 29,000 a year. Gambling and sportsbook writers and writers. Like they share information on places to bet. That's what that says. 29,000 a year. Gambling change persons and booth cashiers. About the same. Parking lot attendants. Home health and personal care aides. Non-farm animal caretakers. Maids and housekeepers. Entertainment attendants and related workers. Shoe machine operators and tenders. Shoe, specifically shoe machine. Specific. Anyway, that is the 25 lowest paying jobs in the U.S. Actually, it might have been the world. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Is it my turn again? Or do you have another I don't one? have any more. Oh, okay. So we're going to wrap this up <laughs> with the weirdest jobs in the world. I've got a list of several. So here we go. The first one is a dog food taster, a snake milker, 
So these people collect the venom of poisonous snakes in a jar and use them for for anti-venom. Good luck to them. I know. Deodorant tester. <laughs> Chick sexing. So this person... Okay, this person distinguishes the sex of chickens and other hatchlings. Taster. It just says taster. <laughs> <laughs> Ethical hacker. I don't know. I don't know if that's weird, but. Uh, iceberg mover. That's fun. <laughs> you earn $25 an hour. Paranormal guide. Really? Professional morning. I did read that right, yeah. Have you ever been a funeral? Okay, oh, it says wow. professional morning or paid morning is an occupation that originates from Egypt, Chinese, Mediterranean, and Northeastern cultures. Professional mourners are also called moirologists, and mutes are compensated for to lament or deliver a eulogy. Oh, okay. All right, then. Yeah. Professional cuddler. Golf ball diver. Let's read this. <laughs> Let's see. So, like, the people that hit the balls in the, as I thought it was, in the, like, whatever, like, they go get them. Line stander. Animal trainer. Feng shui, feng shui consultant. Intimacy coordinator. Oh rat catcher. Professional sleeper. Train pusher, professional bridesmaid. You could earn up to twenty-one dollars an hour. Odor tester, no, bed thanks. tester, fortune cookie writer, <laughs> movie watcher, sommelier. Sommelier. That's the person who does the tours at the thing, right? Yeah. No, they know a lot about wine. Oh, I thought that one is the person I'm thinking of. The person who who's really smart about the things at the museum. Oh. What is that called? A dossier? Does that No. What is that? Huh? I don't know. Look it up. It's right on the tip. Um. uh, What is the word? Museum. Docent. Oh, yeah. What's a dossier? Like a, a like material like uh, documents on somebody. Are we sure? Pretty da, sure. Da, si. D O S S I E R. Oh my gosh, you're right. Whoa, we were all over the place. My goodness. Yeah. So if you want a weird job, we go to those jobs. And maybe you could be a snake milker. Who knows? Maybe. Our next segment here, instead of doing a Would You Rather of the Week, we've decided to do Crazy But That's True. Rude. Okay, go ahead. I don't have one, so oh. this is all you. I thought you were going to say something else. No. Okay, so I originally saw this on this, uh, this guy posted this on TikTok, and I was like, there's no way this is actually right. But, okay, so apparently, in Southern States, they have alligators. You know, they still, it still freezes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, where do the alligators go? You know? So, alligators can survive in icy water. And they do it, they go into a state called brumation. And what they do is they put their nose up in the air, and their body basically just goes into a major energy-saving state. And so they don't move, and they barely breathe. 
Hmm. And it saves your energy until the ice melts. It doesn't matter how long it is? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let me look that up. How long can alligators... That's not how you spell alligators. Stay in... Okay. They can stay... Okay, so they stay there from... Uh, it's like a state of hibernation, but they're not really hibernating. Hmm. Mid-October to March, right? They can... I think I don't know if they have like a like a time frame. You know what I mean? I think they just Weird. yeah. I'm gonna show you a picture of it. It's like the wildest thing. Isn't that crazy? That would be really weird to see. Like all these people are posting these like videos and stuff on. Um, when I looked it up, here I'll see if I can show it to you. Yeah, here we go. I'll play. It. I don't know if I'll play it for you guys, but. You can see the whole alligator. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, all he had up was nostrils. Yeah. Isn't that the craziest thing? It's literally... I'm just imagining, like, walking by this lake, and you look it over, and you're like, ah! And then it's, like, frozen. Like, the guy had pictures that I saw went and, like, touched his snout, the little alligator snout. Because they're, like... They don't... They probably don't even notice. Yeah. That's crazy, That's but crazy. true. What are you liking this week? So this like, this like, <laughs> this like. week, I like the Tarani sugar-free vanilla syrup. Yeah. So I, I tried to find more different sugar-free syrups. They have like three. It's like hazelnut. Which I hate. Vanilla and like, like vanilla. caramel or mocha. Yeah. Sometimes. And I, I don't really like, I do like caramel, but I just don't like to make it at home. You have to be in the mood for it, honestly. Yeah, so, but I always want vanilla. So I was like, I'm going to get some sugar-free vanilla syrup. I got cinnamon too, but that's more for like my tea and stuff. sugar-free though? No, they didn't mm. have that. I looked for it. It's just regular. Yeah. It's really strong, so it's like one pump. Yeah. But um, with the sugar-free, I just love it. Mm -hmm. Like, I put it in my Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. Like, that I just pumped one. Yeah. So... If you ever hear of like Starbucks, how they it'll say if you're if you order online, seven thousand like six pumps, right? Yeah, is what it five or six is what it normally is. You don't do that with these at home. These are different. They are very long. Did pumps. you try? No, I didn't do six. I did three, and it was so bad. What are the other ones? So the white ones are the white bottles are ones I got at Walmart uh -huh. in the dollar spot, and they're the sugar free vanilla. And caramel, because we know we're always oh, going to have those, because Eddie like, really likes the caramel. I thought, the other two were just ones we were going to try. Sure. So, so we had cinnamon and white chocolate. But anyway, it, like three was too much for me. I yeah. had to take it back. Yeah. Especially with the sugar-free, oh, because yeah. the aspartame is like so strong that it tastes like you're yeah. looking straight sugar. Well, and the first time I did it, I did it with sugar-free uh, creamer. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, it has um, to be half and half. Yes, yeah. It can't be the creamer because you've already got the sugar freeness. Yeah, I feel like a splash of the sugar free syrup and then a little bit of the creamer. Mm -hmm. But I don't always, I don't do vanilla. I think the one I have right now is like cinnamon bun. And then I do like, like skim milk or whatever and yeah. I froth it. So, because I'll do skim milk to froth on the mm -hmm. top. But I'm like, I have to just have half and half or something. Yeah. Not the creamer. And Eddie was like, I, I agree. Let's just go with half and half from now on. So we're just going to get half. Yeah. 
Have you tried skinny syrups? Yes. Okay, yeah, they have a good selection of coffee ones too. I just found these on sale on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I just hit a deal. So I was just going to grab some. Yeah. Cool. So what's yours this week? So mine came from mine came <laughs> from I just had my I don't even know how to explain what just happened, but um mine came from we found these cute little teeny tiny chapsticks. It was like four or five in a box. They were a variety pack. Yeah. It was like I don't even know what was in the back. But, and then we put them underneath the couch that we played at Christmas. Well, I was like, I want the peppermint one so bad, and I didn't get it. But Aunt Pam gave it to Eli to put on his lips, so then I ended up getting it. Oh, so thanks, Aunt Pam. I, it's the peppermint stick, Carmex brands, so like the yellow tube. I think they're really small to me. They're like mini. So That's the perfect thing, because I never, ever, 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 ever keep, like, hold on to a chapstick long enough to finish it. Because I just, I mean, like, you lose it, it melts in your car, like, all the things, right? Yeah. So, it's, like, a little mini thing of chapstick, too. And the peppermint stick is, like, literally the freaking best. So, I love it when it just gets that coolness on yep. the lips. Yeah. It's the best. That's awesome. Well, we don't have a would you rather today because we decided to do something to do. else, right? I thought you all were sick of it by now. All right, yeah, I'm sure. Do you ha- uh, know how to get a hold of us? I do. You can hold of us. I got it. Woohoo. You can get a hold of us on Instagram at Petty Thoughts Bubbly Bits Pod or on TikTok at Petty Thoughts Bubbly Bits or you can email us Petty Thoughts Bubbly Bits at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, download, and tell all your friends. And we got some comments back last week. Keep it going with the write ins. We, we did. Thank you, Jerry. Yep. Really I think Jenny. Jenny. Right? Yep. Yeah. You two are the only ones. Yep. So keep writing. Occasionally, my mom. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. Share with your friends. We would like to get more than, you know, listeners that we have. So (laughs) share with your friends, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.